From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Tuesday, the fifth day of March. Wonderful to be back in New York, We're walking around in 20 degrees after, uh, you know, a couple of days in Florida. So, uh, you know what, uh, thanks to the Mets yesterday, they were very nice to, you know, um, we had a good day there. They were very nice about everything. Uh, they really were. Um, would like to get to Grom, but he was gone before I ever got there yesterday. He wasn't there all day, so um, that was the breaks. Uh, it was the only guy that I wanted that I didn't get. Um, otherwise, we got everybody that I wanted. I wanted to talk to Callaway, Cano, and to Tebow, and we did. And I know uh, I've gotten a lot of reactions to the Tebow. A lot of people asking us to replay it. Maybe if we get a chance today, we will. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll get a chance sometime. It's 20 minutes long, but we will try sometime if we can uh, to replay it. We're working on a date to go visit the Yanks. Uh, we haven't done that yet, so we're trying to work with the Yanks on that to see when we can get that done. Uh, and obviously, we've got to start to move fast. A lot going on. First thing, most importantly, two big things that, you know, are very important right now. Number one is Severino. Anytime you have one of your top pitchers and he shuts it down, even even feeling anything that he doesn't want to go out there, it's worrisome. That's all there is to it. Now, don't jump the gun, MRI, okay, but you don't like to hear it. I don't care when it is. I don't care what it is. If a pitcher says, I feel something, you don't like it. That's all there is to it. So the bottom line is it's not a, it's never a good day. You, now, we're not jumping the gun on any information. Uh, we don't have any information yet. But that is something that at least bears some paying attention to because, you know, you don't want to have something happen to Severino. That's number one. Number two is the Collins thing. Now, the Collins thing does not surprise me. I think your bigger issue with the Giants is, that you could say, why didn't you trade him last year if you knew you were going to do this? Or did just light just go on and you decided? Or was the conversation such that you felt he was going to be so unhappy if you franchised him? Which I didn't even want a lot of the franchise money. No less a lot more than that. The rumor or what you've heard from the Giants is that he would have been unhappy if they franchised him. They were worried about him, how he was going to react to that. I wouldn't even have given him, and that would have been, I believe it today, at the exact calculation, about $11.15 million for him to be franchised. I wouldn't even want to give him that. So, listen, he's a solid player. But a couple of things got to worry about Collins, and this is why I'm not against this move. Number one, did he fit into the defensive coordinator system? If, you don't, if he doesn't, why do you want him there? Number two, He's finished the last two years on injured reserve. Number three, last year he didn't have a sack or an interception. And his coverage skills were abominable. They weren't bad. They were off the charts abominable. He got scorched. I mean, he. I'm talking about to the point where you're like, are we serious here? You want to go back and look at a couple of – I give you a couple of games you want to go look at them. I mean, he got torched. He's a very solid player. But if you're going to make him cover, 
He's not your guy. And he didn't have a sack last year. Didn't have a pick. And listen, he's always going to make run stops. He's a solid player. And so, you know, around the line of scrimmage, he's a very solid player. I would have had a pro- I would have had a contract for him at a reasonable number. He wants to get up in the area what he's talking about and not even being happy at 11 million. Uh sorry, we're in a different we're in a different place and time. And the Giants and I know everybody's waiting with bated breath for the Eli situation. And I can't stress again how much I feel this is something where the Giants cannot halfway this. And that shouldn't placate anybody if they do that, because that makes no sense to me. If you have, and I'll say it again, I'm saying, I'm tired of saying it, but if you, if they have a conviction about a quarterback that they're willing to take with the sixth pick in this draft, if they even want to move up a slot, not more than a slot, because you're going to start giving up a lot of draft picks if that's the case, and the Giants, that's not their way. If you're committed and you think the next quarterback of the future is there to be taken, then I think the smart move is release Eli, utilize that money, and move on. If not, you, if you bring Eli back, and this is for Mara, this is for Gettleman, this is for or the head coach, this is for everybody. If you're bringing him back, the statement you're making to me is that you think you can win with him next year. If you don't, why would you possibly bring him back here at this stage of his career? So you're telling me you can take a run at the playoffs next year with him. Well, that means every dollar has to be used in the proper way. Just like I'm telling you to be pound-wise and, and penny-wise with the Collins money, I'm telling you you have to be with the quarterback situation and with asset allocation, and which means the sixth pick has to be utilized with a player that can step in and play immediately and give them big help. Because they have so many holes to fill. And if they can't do that, if they don't want to do that, to take a player who's not going to play because you're going to bring them in another quarterback, well, that's just to me, it doesn't make any sense. Then don't bring Eli back. And now we'll wait to see what they do. Because I'm not sure what they're doing yet. Sounds like he's coming back. I just don't know if it's going to be come back, come back with a lesser contract, come back, and we're going to draft the quarterback. If they do that, I'm going to blast them from here to King of Gomes, then telling me that next season's going to be nothing. Because they need every, every asset, every dollar, every pick, if they're going to be good next year. Because they have so many holes to fill. Here's my thought out of, out of uh, MedCamp yesterday. Here's my assessment of the team. After being around there yesterday, I was there a couple hours early. Uh, before the show started, I taped a couple of spots, but I got to chat a bunch of people and um, they are a better team. They are a deeper team. There's no question about that. Ramos, Cano, Lowry, Diaz. I mean, they're better players. Hands down, they're better players. No question about that. Bringing guys like uh, Cano and putting them in the middle of that lineup, putting Wilson Ramos in that lineup, I mean, that, they can make them much better. No question. They're players. Those guys are players. They're there, they're there to play baseball, and then they know how to play baseball, and then they know how to play winning baseball. So I, and Diaz, I like you know, everything I talk to him, and he's very effervescent, very confident, and obviously his numbers speak for themselves. 
Now, they have got to get big performances out of their starting pitchers. If they don't, this doesn't work because they obviously have great strength at the top of the rotation. And Familian the Diaz is very good at the back. They have got to have that five, one, two, three, five. Whatever they get out of match will be a positive, hopefully. You know, he got 30 starts last year. Hopefully he's better. He goes deeper in the game, stays out of trouble, you know, doesn't have long innings. What All the stuff we know Matt does. I understand that. But he's still a young lefty. They need Wheeler, who, as you heard him with me yesterday, said that he found it really snapped when he – the split finger really made the difference for him in the second half of the season. I think – they can be a contender if everything falls into place. Far will be everything falls into place. They have holes. They are very light on right-handed power. So Alonzo and you know Dominic Smith's been the star of the camp. I talked to him yesterday. If you heard that, I mean he has really turned it around. He's he's very thin. Uh, he's in good shape. He obviously overcame some issues. Uh, he's been very good. I think both first basemen will be on the team. I, I, I know Alonzo's in their plans. The only question is, are they going to sit him down for two weeks you know, to, to, you know, for the service time? I hope they don't do that because the fans are going to be very upset if they do that. I don't think they will. I think they'll give you that one. If they don't, they're really just really making a mistake. Don't worry about the service time right now. Bring him up here. Start the season with him. And even if you're starting with a platoon with Smith and, and Alonzo, that's fine. Or even, a, you know... Smith plays sometimes against, uh, you know, once in a while against righties, and the other guy plays 80% of the time. Whatever it might be, the two of them could be the first baseman. We know that. Looks like both of them are going to be there. We don't know how Flowery's going to start the season or how healthy he's going to be. We don't know about Frazier at all. Rosario is fine. I don't think he got hurt yesterday. I think he's okay. From everything they told me, he went for x-rays, but he's okay. And Cano, he told me on the air and off the air, he says, you know, I'm playing a lot of games. He says, I came here to play every day. I, I expect to play every day. I'm not playing any other positions. I'm not playing first base. I'm not doing anything else. I'm playing second base, and I'm playing every day. And that's my job, and that's what I'm doing. And Ramos told me he wants to play a lot. He said, I came here. I'm healthy. My knee's better. I want to play a lot. You know, and if those two guys could be a very big, uh, very big block in the middle in terms of good, experienced, winning players. Obviously, they need Conforto. And they need uh, Nimmo and guys like that to, to, you know, have good years. We know that. They don't have a lot of depth. I mean, they have depth. I mean, they don't have a lot of frontline talent. Their frontline talent's got to play well. There's, the guys on this team, you can check it off. DeGrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, Familia, Diaz, Cano, Conforto, Ramos. They, those guys, that block has to be good. If it's not good, then they're going nowhere. That, those guys are your block. That's your foundation. And you build off that. Then you sprinkle in your depth and you sprinkle in your other guys and you sprinkle in everything else. But that's your, that's your foundation. That's your block. And that's what you're building off. And that's not bad. It's better. It's better. Now, I'm worried about the defense a little bit. No one's really talked about that, but that doesn't look that great. We'll have to wait and see how that looks. Not great. Made a lot of errors this spring. Now, some of them by guys who aren't probably going to be there with the team, but still. But I say 
they have a chance. I don't agree that they're the best team in the division. They they keep singing that song. I think that's a song they are getting from Brody, and that's the marching order. But I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. But I think they do have a chance if everything if everything works out right. So we got a lot going on. We have the Mets. I know all the other Mets announcements. I don't listen. I'm happy Johnny Franco is going to contri- you know be involved. Good for Johnny. He's always wanted to do that. Allied is going to do it. That's fine. The young lady from ESPN, that's fine. Who cares? You know, they can bring in a hundred of them. What, how many? Who cares how many consultants they have? Why do you care? It's like it's like having worrying about how many how many board of directors a corporation has. What are you worried about? Who cares about that? You want to see the product on the field. As, as someone who's following a team or a fan of the team, you just want to see how they do on the field. You're not worried about you know who's consulting with them. Consulting means anything. That could mean once in a while to every day to everything in between. So don't get hung up on that stuff. I mean, really. Spend a lot of time on that isn't even worth talking about. Worry about the team on the field. So Severino, issue. We'll keep you updated on that. Collins, obviously we know there's going to be a lot of talk about that. Got other stuff to get to. St. John's I want to get to. Want to get to some stuff on LeBron James. I got all that. Uh, Kepka almost came through at 11-1 to the other day. I didn't even mention it yesterday, but uh, I don't know if you saw it. But he battled and then got into the, where he was sitting at eight under ready for the playoff. Then Ricky made great birdies on 17 and 18, Ricky Fowler, an incredible birdie putt on 17 to get to eight under. So now he's in there. So they got three guys in there, including Fowler and Kepka. And now you got the 164th ranked player on the course, and he's playing the 18th, and he's in the trap which means he's got to lay up, and then he's got to hit a wedge, and then he's got to make a putt. And you know what he did? He laid up. He hit a wedge. 15 feet away, he made a putt. He's no longer the 161st, fourth-ranked player in the world. Now he's got a whole bunch of exemptions and a new life because he drained the putt, no playoff. Kepka doesn't win, but was a good ride. He finished second. Back after this.